Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. If you remember, we completed Acts chapter 5 in the previous episode, and the last two verses said this. So they went their way from the presence of the council, rejoicing that they had been considered worthy to suffer shame for his name. So this is speaking of the apostles. Remember what happened to them? That they had been beaten, they had been flogged, had been ordered not to speak again in the name of Jesus, but they kept on speaking. How do we know that? Well, we're about to see the next verse. But they were rejoicing. They weren't down. They weren't depressed. They weren't mad. They weren't angry. They were rejoicing because they realized they were being considered worthy to suffer shame for the sake of the name of the Lord. Now, people suffer shame for a lot of reasons. More often than not, it's not for the sake of the name of the Lord. Maybe for the sake of their religious institution or for what they think or what they want people to do, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But not at all like this. Verse 40 said this, And every day in the temple and from house to house, they kept right on teaching and preaching Jesus as the Christ. Notice what they were teaching. Notice what they were preaching, that Jesus is the Christ. He is the anointed one. He is the expected one. He is the Messiah. So they were literally, that preaching is the idea that they were carrying on the good news of this. Okay, They just kept pressing on. So we get to chapter 6 now. Narrative continues. Verse 1. Now, at this time. Well, at what time? At the time we just saw right there. While they are rejoicing, while they're still preaching, while they're teaching every day in the temple, not just one day a week. While they're teaching and preaching every day from house to house, not just in one place, not just in one building. So if you sit there and you hear somebody talking about how, you know, they gather together and this is God's house. And they're communicating the idea that this is the only place where God exists. You can know that, that is not correct. Okay. Oh, don't get me started on that. Verse 1 says this. Now, at this time, while the disciples were increasing in number. So what's occurring? The disciples are increasing in numbers. People are believing. They're believing the good news. So while they're increasing in number, guess what happens? A complaint arose. Oh, gosh, can you imagine? Somebody's got a complaint. So everything's going great. Everything's going wonderful. People getting saved right and left. Now we got a complaint. (laughs) So a complaint arose on the part of the Hellenistic Jews against the native Hebrews because their widows were being overlooked in the daily serving of food. So apparently that there was a thing that was going on here where they were feeding food to the widows. Well, that's cool. That's great. They were taking care of the Jewish widows. But you have Jewish widows where the native Hebrews, okay, these are those that were practicing Jews, apparently. Okay, They lived there in Jerusalem, born and raised there in Jerusalem, and the Hellenistic Jews. Now, the Hellenistic Jews, I don't know what this is. I've read a couple of things. Are One thing says that these are the Jews that had adopted the Greek language and a lot of the Greek culture and that kind of thing. Well, that may be. They may have been born and raised in the land there, and they adopted these practices. Okay, that's cool. Or they may be Jews that were from Greece, from other parts of the Mediterranean. Regardless, 
uh, they had uh, tremendous Greek influence in their life, and for some reason, there arose a complaint because these Hellenistic Jews, they weren't being, they were being overlooked. Okay, they were not being ministered to. They were not being given food. I wonder who made that decision. You know, how'd that go down? So something was being neglected here. Something was not being taken care of, and it needed to be addressed. Okay, so there's nothing wrong with the complaint. The complaint was a statement of fact of a situation that needed to be addressed. So verse 2, so the 12, this is the 12 apostles, the 12, some of the congregation of disciples, and said this, it is not desirable for us to neglect the word of God in order to serve tables. Therefore, brethren, select from among you seven men of good reputation, full of the Spirit, and of wisdom, whom we may put in charge of this task. But we will devote ourselves to prayer and to the ministry of the word. There is so much to be learned right here from this, folks. Okay, So much to be gleaned. There's so much that's been perverted through the years related to this. So there's a situation, and I think it's been overlooked. And the 12 are saying this, hey, we don't have time for this. And they were not saying this in some holier-than-thou kind of thing. They were not saying this in some malicious kind of thing. They said we need to, to devote ourselves to prayer and to teaching, to the ministry of the Word. This is what we are called to do. This is what we're supposed to do. Prayer and the service of the Word. There are others who are endowed with power to take care of these kind of situations. To, in this particular case, to serve the table. And the, the word serve is diakonia, <laughs> diakonos. That's where we get the word deacon from. And uh, out of my background, okay, out of my upbringing, my background, the church I grew up in, this kind of stuff, they use this right here as the basis and the foundation for their deacons, okay, for the servants, the diakonos. Uh, there's a little bit of that going on right here, but not as far as it's taken by a lot of churches. A lot of churches took it to the point where they had seven deacons. You had seven, no more, no less, because there were seven men right here that were chosen. That means we're supposed to have seven deacons in our church. And these deacons, supposed to be servants, wind up basically becoming de facto uh, uh, board of directors. Okay? They run everything. That is not at all what you see right here. Okay, now You see that the apostles were saying, hey, we got a situation here. Here's what you need to do. We want you to choose seven guys and to order to serve these tables, take care of this situation. Okay, what's going on right here? And as you go throughout the scripture, you see more and more about uh, the role and functioning of those that are endowed by the Holy Spirit with the gift of service, the gift of serving. The apostles, no, we're not saying we don't want to serve, no. And then they gave some qualifications. He said, hey, uh, and they were saying, get these seven men of good reputation, full of the Spirit, not partially full, but full of the Spirit, and of wisdom, and we'll give them this task. So verse 5 said, hey, this sounded good to the uh, congregation. They found approval of the whole congregation. That's interesting. The statement found approval with the whole congregation. Did it need approval from the whole congregation? No. But they said, okay, we see what's going on. That sounds great. And here's who they chose. Note this. The congregation chose them. They chose Stephen, a man full of faith. We're going to learn a lot more about him shortly. And of the Holy Spirit. And Philip, we'll see more about him, Prochorus, Nicanor, Timon, Parmenas, and Nicholas, a proselyte from Antioch. So Nicholas was a proselyte. That means that he was a Gentile that had converted to Judaism, 
and was now a believer in Jesus. Well, he covered the whole spectrum, didn't he? <laughs> and these they brought before the apostles, and after praying, they laid their hands on them. So they bring these seven to the apostles. They lay their hands upon them, and they say, hey, y'all have at it now. And what were they to do? They were put in charge of this task. They weren't put in charge of the whole congregation. They weren't put in charge of the whole church. They were put in charge of this task. Okay? So the apostles said, okay, this is what we think we ought to do. The congregation says, hey, that's, that's great. We think that's right. They go. They choose these seven. They bring them for the apostles. The apostles pray. Apparently the Lord confirmed and affirmed the choice of the congregation before the apostles. The apostles lay hands upon them, and they go forth, and they do the task. What was the task? Serving the tables. Serving the tables. Not all this other stuff that we have done in certain forms, uh, certain portions of the body of Christ. Also not other stuff that was done in other forms and manifestations of the body of Christ. Oh, folks, if we just pay attention to the Word of God, we learn so much, would we not? Well, my time's up. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you for your time, and I'll see you next episode.